this guy leading. But then mm-hmm. when they was like both of them trying to do it one at a time, it looked terrible. Like yo, fight score one. What? One game mm-hmm. he would take table down thirty, and this dude had forty. And then they were taking turns, bro. Well, can like can't shut her up, bro. <laughs> no, they just I don't know. You might not have to get combine sixty together every game. You know what I mean? Combine that, fifty yeah, plus. True. Without no being even, sorry, you're gonna have it combined, but it's just gonna be lopsided always. But no, man. Uh, not only are they both streaky in terms of like matching, like. They don't sync their cycles. Like, you know when things sync their cycles and periods? They don't sync their cycles. So when they explode... <laughs> my man's on this period. Hey, hey we started recording 40 seconds ago. <laughs> the feminists are going to come for you. The world is going to A podcast will be dead before it's even started, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, like, well, no, no, later when you blow that, they're going to bring it back. They're going to be like, he was a feminist. Oh, yeah, they're going to cancel the MRJ. Okay. That's what they're going to do, bro. It's, it's facts, though. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they don't sync their cycles at all. Yeah, they don't. And yeah. they can't maximise the rest of the team. So it's yeah, just... yeah, they don't. All right, all right, let's go. That's what it is. All right, fair enough. Um, we started, we tried something new, just starting with conversation. Quite like that. I don't know, we'll see how it sounds, but this is... <laughs> we'll see how it sounds. Yeah, we do what we want. Exactly. Like, I swear, though. Wait, this camera on me? Are we what? Allowed to swear? You are allowed to swear. This is freedom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't we don't have you saying stuff like frick and all that. Yeah, we we can say what you want to say. Yeah, this is the mid range J. This is episode. You know, I'm at a point where I need to stop counting episodes. This might be episode twelve or something or thirteen. I thought it was it eleven. Is, but you gotta start stop counting them anyway because it's splitting them up in series. So what's the point of counting? I just like because obviously when I upload them on Spotify, that has a number before them. I'm very I'm very OCD about that. I don't know why. I just like to. So if someone ever goes to our podcast. They'll be like, oh, this guy got a portfolio, episode, yeah, blah. True, true. Did you get me? Mm. No, but they do that in some podcasts. Like, they do, the Joe Bowden podcast do that. But, but Rogan, us, yeah. it's like episode three, then it would say the series, Basketball Hoops, if you'd seen yeah. it. That's how I, I quite like it. It looks quite a neat set out. Mm. Um, anywho, I don't know the number, but yeah, this is, we're going to do a hoop, Hoops hypothetical today. Hoops hypothetical? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. This is a myth. A basketball myth, you're right. Yes. My bad. Because, I, I mean, this could be a Hoops hypothetical theory, but no, we're going to word it as a myth. It could, because it's a myth. And yeah. the myth is open quote offense wins you games defense wins you championships close quote so so, so that's, the that's old the, the old maxim the old, old rule, adage the old adage defense wins championships yes. the one who funnily enough Michael Jordan said it three times 91 97 and 98 98 in press conference and 97 and 91 on your you know your interview that you have yeah post post game post Anywho's, yeah. Yeah. So so. And so I feel like from it's signed. It's signed that hasn't evolved. Like every year, it's defense is that so important in championship from the eighties to now. So it's something that you always have to rely on. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you. know what? Oh, you know what? My bad. I forgot to introduce. We have a, a guest on today, a, a regular guest that you're going to be seeing more and more here and more and more of. It's Nagaya. Nagaya, say hey. Yo, what's up, everyone? I'm that dark motherfucker. Oh, he looking dark as hell. He just came from Somalia. <laughs> came out of Somalia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, he going to he he going to the hoop like a dark skin guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. Because Jordan Clarkson is that Kobe Yo, said you go like a light skin guy, so you guys start going like a dark skin yeah, guy. Man. And I do go to the hoop like a dark skin. You went to the hoop. Right now, if you guys could see them, yeah, it looked like it looked like Far going to the hoop soft. He got and one. This is what happened right now. Yes, sir. But um, but yes, I shoot like a light skin anyway. So hey, splash, bro. Uh, you shoot like a light skin, finish like a dark skin. <laughs> the, the best of both worlds. And a pass like a white one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and a bounce pass. You don't want to say a bounce pass. 
I don't know, like a black guy. I'm watching a white dude. <laughs> why, why are people such good... Po- no, wait, wait. That's a separate... That's a separate... White guys pause the best. Separate Mythbuster. Ah, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we've got the gay on the gay. You guys are going to be seeing a lot on the gay. On the gay is going to be one of our regular guests alongside a few others like Kamal. But... um, And we'll try and incorporate more people. More people, we, yeah, exactly. Once we work through yeah. how to... Colby, Colby's number one that we, I want, we want to get on. Yeah, Colby's So, yeah, we, we, like you said, we'll try and incorporate more and hopefully when we get a studio and stuff, do different things. But, like, yeah. So, back to our topic, as, as Fahd said, we'll be doing today. The old adage that defence was championships. Um, quickly, I want to say it to Nagea and yeah. to our viewer, this came from, if you remember, we were, we were chilling a couple months back and we said, we were thinking, you, you asked me the question out of nowhere, you were like, would a, a team of the best five defenders ever be a team of the best five yeah, offensive players offensive ever players. and since then that conversation this this episode has been brewing for a while don't you think yeah, yeah. definitely I mean, I mean the annoying thing is is there's crossover between both yeah, scenarios exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. where even if you look all time there's always teams that are like dual threats that are like top three top four top five offense and defense the creme de la creme so like yeah, yeah, yeah the creme de la creme like they're all time teams they can do everything basically mm. yeah, yeah. and that's the annoying part of the argument is that you kind of have to count those as anomalies because you can't look at them to support any argument because they can do both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, but don't you think that a team that could do... I, can't, I didn't want to get be getting into my, my open argument so quickly. Team, yeah. yeah. Don't you think a team that could do both at such a high level and then picks to do one of them? Doesn't, yeah. Don't you think yeah, that? I feel like it's, it's for the off- offence to lose because the defence ain't going to be there. They ain't got every, most of the good defenders are not really good offensive players you know what I mean but you've got offensive players that could be really good defensive players okay. like the that best was... defensive players if we're going to be real most of them they ain't that good offensively and that would have been my main argument at in the park bench we've sitting now when I said the best five um, offensive players would be better than the best five defensive players because there's crossover on both sides Yeah. where it's like the defensive guys most likely, most likely yeah. your best five, def- you're going to have guys like Rodman on your team yeah. who's just completely inept on that side of the court. And then you have other guys like Gary Payne, who is a great offensive player, but he's More less to less limited than yeah. someone on the flip side who you'd have on your offensive team who's Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or LeBron James who are Swiss Army Knights. They can do it on both sides. Yeah, but then, I mean? yeah, but then, yeah, you're right, you're right. But then would it not be... Would it, I, I think my reply to you, my reply still is, is that some of them offensive players, just because they're so good offensively, why does that stop them from making my team? So why doesn't Michael, yeah, mm. why doesn't Michael Jordan make my team? Why doesn't Kobe Bryant make Michael my team? Jordan isn't the best shooting guard defender ever, but he's the best shooting guard he's, offensive player. But he's not the best shooting guard defensive player, so he wouldn't make your defensive team. Who do you think is? So what, Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant wouldn't either. So who would make my team? Yeah, off the top of my head it would be you have to look at guys who are like defensive could... player of the year oh, you're not winners going... and so stuff you... that's not fair you can't tell me that my team's like going to be Gary my... Payne, Sydney, Moncrief like, that's what your team is looking like that's not you know fair what I, mean? I don't think that's, that's fair because then I'm, I, I, I want to factor in that Sydney, Sydney Moncrief played in the, in the time where 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 a floater looked like a, a Euro do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and they're yeah. playing in combat. I, 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 I the don't do that. Not, for Sidney Moncrief, the timeline's not far off Jordan, but he's just an example. He, he plays... The, his tail end is the beginning of Jordan. I, I feel you, but that's just an example he off defend, the top of my head. Yeah. Because you would have more guys closer to... But that's accolades-wise. I understand, but also just 
based on an acumen and defensive impact. I can, I can definitely have Michael Jordan. But and I would I would say there's an argument for Michael Jordan being and Kobe Bryant that could be being my I team. Think there's arguments for it, you know. There really is. Uh, Probably. But outside of that position, though, you're looking more... Looking yeah, outside of that position, you're looking more guys looking or one more way. guys who are one way. Well, outside of that position. Uh, this is not the conversation that the episode is meant for, though. Way. I understand, but... It but, is. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? You know what? This was. This isn't. This is definitely an episode that we'll come back to because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. interesting conversation, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Once we settle down, who's on who's. Yeah. 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 That's 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 the, I think that's gonna yeah, be the hardest. I think we know it. what you should do like, and break that break it down. Put a team of like ten players, at least best offensive ten players you choose and best defensive ten players you choose, and just mismatch them and see the best outcomes you can see from it. Yeah. We'll we'll come up with yeah, like, criteria we'll that. for then, it. Then then yeah, it'll be more down to. Down to what we actually could well, see. Well, we, we tried to do that, generalized. but then... We tried to do that, but then... Um, we had so many crossover and... Crossover and rotations. Yeah, 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 do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I think a good situation would be that we should agree upon the best 10 defensive slash offensive players, make a draft. Make, fair. make yeah. a draft, Make yeah. a draft and then go for five for five. And obviously, if we're going back and forth, then we get to choose who we want to choose. Yeah. I understand, yeah. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? And in that situation, I guess, because, like I said, it's not going to be, of course I'm going to lose a game if I've got fucking Bruce Bowen coming up at the three. Do you know what I'm saying? Sort of thing. <laughs> of course yeah, I'm going to lose. But, I mean, objectively, my, my point was it would that, be your best wing or guard defender if that is your... Scotty, maybe Scotty Pippen. Someone like that. True. And in that situation, I'm fine with that. Scotty Pippen, I don't, I, I, my argument wasn't predicated on my, on my wing keeping the, your wing down to 20 and getting five or ten. It was it was predicated on my wing still getting nineteen twenty, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and minimizing what what your play what your so for Gary Payton if I put him up against Michael Jordan Gary Payton gives me nineteen twenty but but significantly lower than Michael Jordan gives you offensively. Yeah. And to be fair, in your argument and in your defense, if your guy averages like ten points per game, and in this hypothetical he has seven, but decreases my guy's efficiency by like half yeah. he's won that's his match track, he's won his match so he's done his job exactly but and now put it across paper, if it, he's done his job on top of it and then averaging 18 or 19 yeah, like yeah, Gary yeah, Payton yeah. yeah. then like, it makes it a tighter conversation yeah, yeah, than I think would, would people would think it was in my yeah. opinion yeah yeah no I think what you said about um, holding people down to a low field goal percentage that's the important thing nowadays because nowadays people are scoring at will so it's not about how they score because now we know the big players are going to get fed it's like did you make them take more shots that's one important thing. But I think that's that's looking at it in isolation because in today's yeah, yeah, game, yeah, yeah, 100, 100% I think teams isolation. nowadays work more in units yeah, in terms of... 100%. In definitely. terms of... That guy can score when he wants. When he wants. How, as much as yeah, he wants, yeah. but we need the whole team... To work cohesively. Yeah, to work to, absolutely. To yeah, yeah. diminish their Especially, efficiency. We had this conversation before, before the game came <clears throat> in preparation for this podcast and because... You know what? Yeah, I think we might as well set out before we get into this properly. We might as well set out quickly where we're at so you you don't think that defence was championships would you would that be fair to say not at all okay and in what in one line say why in, in as concisely as you can um no I I think defence does win you championships okay I just feel there's a lot of context behind it what especially when it comes the... to the court. it's a if you have a high level offence that has a functioning defense and can defend and has versatility and just sprinkles that that high end defense and just ups it in the playoffs okay but they the back of their offense the back of their offense is what takes them to that title then to me that's what wins you championships and at least my data has been more conclusive in finding that 
the higher end offensive teams, at least in the last 10, 10 years or so, the higher end offenses are the teams that end up being contenders yeah. versus the teams who are higher end defensive teams but kind of struggle to create offense. Okay. Even though it's meant to be one line, but that's. Fair enough. No, no, I don't think for what you said, that's as concise as you can get, to be fair. Yeah. Um, what about you, Nagea? If, if, yeah, if no, concisely. In a way, in a way, I kind of disagree because. Um, I think the defense of the championship. When we say that, I think it comes to them moments. Like you know, when it comes to them deep moments in the playoffs, where now it's time for the defense to turn up. Maybe it didn't turn up as much then, but is it time now for them to turn up? And that's when they do. It's like when you, when boxing. When it's in boxing, with Canelo, yeah, he wins every exchange. So he could get hit twice, but he can give three back. Now he won that exchange. You know what I mean? Mm. In defense, if you win the exchange, it's gonna come down to that. And because more time, both teams in the finals in deep playoffs, it's always close games. You're never getting blowouts. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Out of nowhere, maybe. But it's always gonna be close games. And then exactly. defensive plays are the most important part. But you can't just say that in a way defense because Indiana, like they was the best defensive team when they was fighting LeBron and that. Even throughout the years, but when they were um, yeah for the longest with LeBron in Chicago. the series, yeah with with LeBron in the series, bro, they were tough, man. To be honest, they was way better defensively, but they just weren't good enough offensively. Okay, fair enough. Um, I agree with both of you. And I think in a weird way, you've 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 agreed with him. Yeah. But you haven't, yeah. and that's what my argument is, which yeah. is I do believe it's offense sprinkled with a little bit of defense. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes down to the final margins that wins you a championship, yeah, it's the doing. defensive. Yeah, the final margin. The, 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 final, the yeah. final, absolute final margin. Because like you said, you're never going to get to an NBA final and not be a, 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 at least a half-decent offensive team. Yeah, you have to be. So it's yeah, the yeah, final yeah. margin itself is defense. I think that's why Michael Jordan three times said defense wins you championships. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, maybe offense gets you a, a one seed, offense gets you to the finals. Yes. But when it comes down to it's a possession-to-possession game, you can go scoring back and forth. But when does, it, when does that... When does yeah. that um when does that become important when someone gets a stop yeah in that situation so I think I think I think defense does win championships and you're ne- obviously it, it, predicate you're never gonna get anywhere near an NBA finals if you don't have you don't have a decent offense yeah, yeah but it's I think it's how how um how good is your defense in them in them big moments, in them yeah. big moments. I think I would I would I would I would back that up. By what I, my research on what I've been seeing with the Chicago Bulls, yeah. we had this conversation mm-hmm. before. I'm a for the viewer and Nagaya to to um understand my argument yeah. for this was, um, I think wide, widely amongst the NBA community, it's accepted that the Chicago Bulls are one of the best teams, if not in some people, the best teams that the best team that's ever played in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, I've got numbers here from their three piece. So, so in each of their in each of their three peats from their regular season to their playoff season to their playoff to their playoffs, yeah. mm-hmm. they transitioned from an offensive juggernaut to a defensive juggernaut. So in ni- in ninety <clears throat> in ninety one, their 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 net rating or their offensive skew, but we'll call it net rating, which is yeah. the same thing, was a plus three, which means that they are more skewed to being an offensive team, which means that predominantly, that predominantly they won their games through outscoring their opponents. But when it flipped, when it flipped to the off-season, it took a minus four and it went to uh, 0.1. So they're more focused on locking up their opponents than they did beating yeah. them scoring-wise, that makes sense. And that's a trend that went on from 92 
where they went from five, so which means they become more potent offensively in the regular season. Yeah. But then it went to point three. So 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 the jump is even bigger. The first the first jump, if you can see there, is from three to one, um, um, 0.1 is a is a is a is a four point jump. Yeah. In there, that's a, 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 a an eight point swing. What does that tell you? That tells yeah. you we found a way to win, and we're doubling focused. down on that. Yeah, it was focused. true. It's but you could on. also yeah. be could also say that's predicated down to it's harder to score in the postseason. Okay. Because if you swing from that offensive skew yeah, yeah. could also say it was harder for you to find offense. Yeah, but and if you that, look, then, if you look down yeah. in um, the those series and you look into the context, a lot of those series, mm. um, in the first three P, because I think that's what you mentioned is the first yeah, three yeah, P. Yeah. There were a lot of series where Pippen was struggling to score. Yeah, Kukoc wasn't scoring a lot. Kukoc wasn't, wasn't there. It was um. There were like th- that Horace, Horace, Horace Grant, Horace Grant yeah. um, yeah. John Paxson. There was a lot of guys that, apart apart from Jordan, who would average like 30, 35, 28 plus, yeah. who weren't really bringing a lot to the table. Mm. And what they were bringing is elite defense. And yeah. in the regular season, some of these guys who weren't as skilled, who were just pieces in the kind of puzzle around Mac, uh, Michael Jordan in the triangle offense, yeah. they would get a lot of easy... Um, points well, that's, why, well, that's why I th- no, well, that's why because I've got the numbers which for makes the, their offense look I've got the numbers the for, the th- for the second three peat but you brought up a good point earlier on which is the second three peat you told me well obviously you're going to lean defensively if you've got Dennis Rodman Scott yeah, Pippen Michael yeah, Jordan and I thought who else they have at point um, Ron, yeah, Ron Harper yeah. so I'm like alright this is an all time defensive team so I'm not going to use that but this team isn't a defensively good team Paxson, BJ Armstrong, Horace Grant. These are good defenders. The young, a young meaty Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Who I mean, do they Scottie have? Pippen in the nineties was a meaty though. No, 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 no. T- not in terms of meaty. In terms of like, in terms of his body f- yeah. physique. No, I understand, but still... and he wasn't as good a defender as he was when he came to the second three peat. He was more of an, an athlete at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't a shooter. His IQ wasn't a high playmaking wise. But it's not more on the bodies, but more about the schemes. Because when Phil Jackson did come in. And what pushed them into title contention was their defense rising up, rising up and their the offense game, yeah. keeping at that pace. Because mm. Jordan, for the even in the eighties, eight mid eighties onwards, was giving them that scoring punch and that offense. And he yeah, was always any time he was playing any season, they were high ranked offense because yeah. Jordan was on the floor. Mm. But what took them to that next level to get past the Pistons and to get to that conference finals, yep. finals contender realm or tier, is their defense stepping up, and it maybe adds to your but, arg- maybe yeah, adds to your that, argument that, that defense in, does in in sense adds to the argument that that they knew that in in these moments that defense and not defense, their offense was going to yeah, win them the uh, series against the Pistons. That's true, but then again, it's going from like a mid table or lower end uh, defense to one of the best in the league. For any kind of offense, even if an offense is good or bad, yeah. that's a title contending kind of jump. That's not a small jump. Okay. Yeah. So for Pippen to really get into his groove defensively and Phil Jackson coming in and them kind of changing their whole setup offensively, because a lot of the revolution behind the Bulls was not only defensively, but it was also offensively because the triangle system and the way they, they yeah. used cutters and Pippen as a point forward and... Jordan off the ball was revolutionary. Like not a lot of offenses were that intricate back in the day. Yeah. So you could you could that argument could <clears throat> skew both sides, but that's my oh, point yeah. in saying in the offensive skew, them locking down is true, but 
you could contextualize that by saying they struggle to find offense too. Yeah, yeah, but saying that they struggle to find offense kind of proves the point as well because if you struggle to find offense and you've been through it, you're gonna know that now. So come yeah. into it and you'll be like, we know it's gonna be harder to score. This is where we're gonna win. This is the side exactly. If I've struggled to find my offense and I've won the championship, and especially guys who've been there, however, won that for my defense, you've been there, been close as well. You know what I mean? So they're gonna sit back and say, yeah, we need to know it's this side. Like their team, they lost to. The Detroit Pistons, they weren't even close to them offensively, but they beat them. Exactly. You know I mean? But don't you, think, don't you think offense is f- harder to find in the postseason than Most definitely to step up is. your defense? So, yeah, I'm saying is for that is... I think stepping up your defense is different between stepping up your defense and finding your offense. I think they're two different things. I think what you're, try- you're trying to make them... I think what you're saying make- maybe sounds like they're- they come hand in hand, so they're, equi- so they're equivalent to each other. Yeah. So, like, oh, finding your offense is... So do you think there's a false equivalency then? Even there is a false community. equivalency, definitely, because the defense just naturally steps yes. up because they're playing. Exactly. Your you offense get, it gets harder because your your defense has stepped up. Yeah, that's a and trigger for with, it. With, with great defense as well, instant all that, but it's it's what as well as that is fatigue and it's being mentally mentally. Yeah. As well. With with black with offense, you get given a ball like do something with it. But with defense, no, you're not giving no ball. It's like move and be ready there basically to make the right play. So it's like that's gonna happen. Gonna what did like, you? I'm no, I understand. Do you know what he said earlier on? Do you know what he said earlier on? Actually, I took it down. It was so good. He said he said he said um um. Your offense can't help your defense, but your defense can help your offense. Yeah. If you yeah, score a bucket, it ain't helping your defense, yeah, but you yeah. can get a steal or you can get a rebound, a defensive rebound, that in turn, fast break transition points, turns the momentum of the game, swings yeah, 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 something. Yeah. So, I, I think... I, there, are, there are some moments that your offense does help your yeah, defense. Hundred, because hundred. there are times where if you do score, it puts less stress on your defense because there isn't that whole transition. They can get yeah, the yeah. rebound and move it. Mm. Because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you prevent live turnovers yourself, you limit the opposing team. Wait, wait, sorry, say that again, say that again, say that again. So, so this is how your offense helps your defense? How? So? Yeah, this is how your offense helps your defense. If you limit your own live ball turnovers, there's okay. less transition points for the opposition team. Okay. But this is what I was telling you earlier about how your defense helps your offense. But your offense helping your defense so, so is, more of a, is more of a being prevention. Yeah, it's yeah. a prevention rather than a, exactly. a action you're, that you're doing. Yeah. But it's rather a... Let me cut my turnovers, or can we finish this um, possession successfully without it being in the hands of the opposition team? And can we make like just score, put the ball in the hoop, so we actually have time to run down, set our defense rather than they catch us napping in transition yeah. or someone gets it ripped at half court and it's a layup. But in that sense, would you say then then a player is a better defensive player than would you say player A is better defensive player than player B because player A has got less turnovers? Um no, it's no. just a matter of Do you get player what I'm A. Player yeah, A has less turnovers, and he gets a chance to go back and set himself on defense. If you get what I mean. Okay. And if player B in this instance is getting the turnovers, he's getting turnovers, or he's just in a situation where he might be getting caught napping more. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. It's more of a thing you gotta watch and how they play and see it out. Yeah, because you can't really contextualize really this with yeah, numbers, or yeah. it's more of a. You you either see it when it happens. Mm. Even like, but you could say that no turnovers like a point guard, uh, and he gets more assists and he has less turnovers. Is he a better point guard? Maybe, but maybe he might not be. You know. Maybe yeah, because the quality of his passes you. might be lower quality. Yeah, passes. lower quality passes. It might not I mean. raise the offense as much. But yeah, in terms so. of in terms of offense turning into defense, simply simply put, putting the ball in the hoop is sometimes the best form of defense. In terms of your offense is your best form of defense because you score, you just go back. You have time to relax. You have time to go back 
And it also, I think when people analyze, but it's not. It's I hear what you're saying, and you're right. But it's not on. It's not an outright. I get what you're saying. It's not outright correlation. Correlation or trigger. I get what you're saying. It's not outright trigger the same way getting a live ball turnover and pushing the pace and and finishing transition is. That's a direct. Yeah. A becomes B. On both sides, but on offense, it's literally it's just that. But just let me prevent that for them. If you go, I mean, that's more. I feel like it's more of a. It's more of a fundamental, more of a safety. Yeah. Because you can go and you can you can you can you can get not make that turnover and but set your defense and you still see, score on you. But a lot of the times you'll see this when a certain team might acquire a player or a scorer on a defensive team and it elevates them in all aspects of their game because now that guy, that team finds offense easier and it also lets them set their defense more so the defense gets better. Okay. Okay, okay. So in, in this sense, you would say that the offence, being at such a high level, burdens... I mean, not burdens, Puts less stress on your defence. less stress on, on the defence. Yeah. I can... It's a good argument. It is a good argument. I can see it as well. I just... I, have you heard of... The, what was the theory called? Um, um, oh, there's a theory. Ad, ad, ad absurdum. Is it, no, that's not ad, not ad absurdum. It's a, it's, a, it's a Greek name. I'm going to get up for you, man. Yeah, just describe it. it. Basically, the the theory is that the the, the easiest explanation yeah. is, always the, is, is usually the correct um, is the, usually the correct one. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of um, mental gymnastics for you to argue, to make this argument. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I understand. And, and in, that, in that sense, I feel like, fair, I agree, that's a fair argument. I think that, that that I only like the argument because you've made it and articulated it so well. Yeah. But when I look at the arguments objectively, the both of them, I still prefer. I understand. There's still only one side. I still that prefer defense. Triggers yeah, and I still side. prefer that. Now, if you told me now, oh, um, in this possession, would you prefer um, he got the bucket and your defense got to reset, or 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 the, or, or this defense got the steal? What what what? Which possession sounds like a better possession? Yeah. You'd still side with the, the... There is context, though, because there are some possessions where two teams might be in a drought. Okay. And that person scoring yeah. is what separates you. Separate and I yeah. think when it comes to that, I think people misunderstand the biggest concept with championship winning teams, which really is, simply put, in order for you to win a basketball game, all you yeah. have to do is outscore the opponent. Yeah. Your net rating just has to be higher than theirs. Yeah. Your differential just literally has to be higher than theirs. Whether it's plus one, plus ten, plus fifteen, twenty five, or well, if three. We're, if we're both scoring at such a crazy rate or crazy speed, how am I gonna stop yeah, them? Play I understand, but it's the same. And, and it maybe works, it works may, both ways. Maybe not even like 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 I think I think because people say defense with championships, what people think is that this juggernaut of a team that yeah, stopped people that's, scoring. That's, yeah, no, like no, no, the Pistons. The Pistons. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, it's not about beat, that. Yeah. Defense wins championships is in what I said at the beginning is what I'll keep saying. Drummond, it's just that that one stop at the correct time. Yeah, correct timing. All about perfect. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want, you say, for example, if these two teams, Team A and Team B, go at each other and it's like a 190-point game where no one's got to stop yeah, yeah. and then their last possession's a stop. 
what won that game of back yeah. and forth scoring that one that defensive one, possession true. but I think it'll be so important I think with both arguments ain't no one gonna be like oh that seventh bucky got in the third quarter yeah. it'll be like that that one and only defensive possession won that yeah. 300 400 odds point ball game yeah. that's true but in the same way if two teams are going out and the score is 75 77 yeah. in the fourth quarter that one fair enough yeah fair that enough that one bucket is what's up and I think the issue with this argument in itself is that the first thing anyone thinks to is the extremities on both sides mm. the score is either 150 yeah. 152 or it's 77 75 or 76 rather than it being fairly moderate ballpark or ball game what is the deciding factor in this team well establishing themselves on, as on championship your notes team? if you want to tell us now um, how many times has like a top three or is it top five defense come up against each other in the finals? Um, in the last twenty years, there's been two finals with two top three defenses. Yeah. Now, there's not that. Does that not tell you that there's more chance of a defensive a defensive possession being the crucial possession? Yeah, because they're or, not in top three. More exactly. Yes, that's but, but on the other side, in the last twenty years, there's been um. Two finals where both teams were top three offenses as well. At the same time, two finals. At the same time, yeah. And then, the, who are these? Who are these teams? Okay, so in the top three defense finals, it, it was two thousand and four, two thousand four, two thousand five, okay, yeah. Spurs and Pistons, hey. and two thousand two, two thousand three, Spurs and Nets. Yeah, I thought it was the Spurs. Was really so like it was those Spurs teams, yeah. the, those earlier Spurs teams, Nets yeah, yeah. with um, with Duncan anchoring the Robert defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Duncan, all time anchor. Yeah. Shout out Bruce Bowen, all time. Bruce Bowen as well. Yeah, all time Hall of Fame defender, bro. Yeah. And course. people don't give enough love. Before we move. Definitely, they definitely. don't give enough love to defense. I'm be really yeah, I, I say this. Definitely. This is how that conversation started. Yeah. You were saying and um, the third one, the top three offense is Lakers. the not the Lakers, but the sixteen seventeen finals. Oh, uh, the Warriors and the Cavs. Well, Warriors and Cavs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the 14-15, the Cavs and the Warriors. Shock. That, that so, generationally. And the Cavs and the Warriors finals, the 2017 one, to me, is the most talented finals that's ever, yeah, ever been played. Yeah, if you look at both teams, they, they were, I don't think there's been more talented players on the same court at the same time. Well, like, the skill set and the, the intricacies of the offense, they were mind-blowing. Yeah. And... If you look at those teams, they kind of support my argument in the sense that offense, when it gets to a nuclear level like that, it doesn't matter how good your defense is or how bad your defense is. Because mm. if you match those teams up against those Spurs and Pistons teams that were holding teams to 70 points, they put 100 and something on them. Just I, because of how, I, to me, right, offense is... Starting to reach a point where it's leaving defense behind because defense, you can only do so much defensively. But I said on this sheet before you got to that. Sorry to, to cut you off, but quickly I said here anomalies. Now I wrote down anomalies because I think that it's very yeah, we need to very carefully not factor in anomalies. And mm-hmm. the three anomalies I had here was Russell Celtics, who are predominantly defense, Nash's Suns, who are predominantly offense, and Golden State Warriors KD, who were who when you've got four all stars who score at that. You expect, you expect there is no way you can stop that almost. But on both on both it's sides, not the, of the it's point, not the norm. 
But on both sides of the coin, if you have a team with three or four or even five all MB- all defense level defenders, isn't that like the all star of your defense? Do you know what I mean? Isn't that four all star defenders? But and where, and where have you seen that? On, I believe in the I'd say in the in the Pistons series and on the Pistons side. Well, the Pistons, the Pistons, the Pistons, the Pistons starting five was was Chauncey Billups. Rip Hamilton, Tashawn Prince, Prince, Rashid w- Wallace, and Ben Wallace. Now, and um, now, how many of those are lockdown defenders? We'd say ha- Ben Wallace. You, you forgot another name. Um, yeah, no, no, Billups. Oh, yeah, Billups. Yeah, Billups, okay. Rip Hamilton, Tashawn Prince, Rashid Wallace, and Ben Wallace. Rashid now, Wallace, now, now Rashid Wallace, Ben Wallace. All of them are all of them are elite defenders. Rip, okay. Say for maybe the three. I say Prince, Wallace, both Wallaces, and then and then and Billups and like yeah, they're good enough. But that is a creme de la creme of defense. Yeah. And to, uh, including this, I agree. I agree. Include the schemes as well. That's creme de la creme. I agree. But I'm, and you're talking about. But I'm comfortable. The, I'm I'm comfortable icing out the Pistons and even the Spurs no, 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 team. No, I understand. For but, that, for, for my sake, for my argument. Yeah. If you want well, me, no, no, if, if you want me to ice out these teams, so no, we can but, ice out your teams. I'm cool with that. No, no, but I'm saying right. Those Pistons teams and those even those Spurs teams. Add to the confirmation bias that surrounds that quote, because a lot of the, um, like if anyone tells you defense wins championship in the NBA community, what's the first defense they'll point to? Is that defense the that stopped, the stopped um Kobe and Shaq? Yeah. It it they don't point to, yeah, like Raptors two years ago, or Warriors the year before that, or the year before that. But that's why my argument. They but that's they what, point to but that's that, my and argument. I think no, but I'm saying right. But we're not arguing here against the casual argument. We're going to no, mess no, argument. No, 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 no. So I would point. If, I'm you, saying, if I say that, I point to specific moments. I understand, but when it comes to dissecting the quote, we have to understand how much bias goes into the quote because those Pistons teams were an outlier, right? And a lot of that outlier bias adds to the quote itself because if someone already inherently believes that defense wins championships and they see the Pistons do that, all it does is just confirms it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's not something that them, they take in a yeah, vacuum yeah. and look at it as yeah. maybe this is an outlier. It's just part of the but confirmation that, bias, and they just include it. And if yeah, they see the Warriors, that, that's and if they see the Warriors who have four All Stars, if you want to call it that, if you even want to call Draymond an All Star at that point, and you say that team are oh, they the best team ever, but that's also an outlier in favor of offense because you can't just say offense wins games. When you've seen the Warriors just completely outscore the Cavs, yeah, because when you look watch that finals, they didn't shut down the Cavs; they outscored them. No, but KD moments, came down the floor in, in, and hit in, one in, in, in between LeBron's was eyes. It wasn't no, a, but it was moments. he locked them down, swatted yeah, the ball. No, no, you know 100, what I mean? But it was there moments, were moments, the lie, there was moments, but for the majority of that finals, it was blew them out. What I'm saying is they did blow them out of fact. That's but like, every champion defends. That's that's like a yeah, new yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying is like even though people say oh the Cavs teams were dead, 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 they were pretty good in that and and these might turn up defensively like Javon McGee was there. They were blocking shots and once you do like the first couple of shots or you block or whatever or you do a good defense stuff, it sets the tone straight away. It becomes like a down thing, and a negative thing for that's the That's what team. I keep saying. They look at it and they're like, oh, because he's right, he's right. I think it's more to but do with the Cavs to keep point, up in pace with them. No, but your point becomes minute when when it's the fact that I'm telling you that 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 
our defense wins championships. Look at the Pistons. That's the that's a lazy no, they, way. That's of what because they, no, just, no, I they did sure. it throughout a series. Throughout no one's series, gonna do that. You do that, you yeah. Can't do that, and I don't think we've seen a team do that yeah, since. Yeah, we've seen a team do that. But they when, held them to seventy points every what game. What we're eight, saying eight is, that, is that is that is that the, because the scoring is so prominent, it's always that defensive possession, unless. Right, cool. In that, you're, you're, you make a good point in that. In that series, it's the, it's the um, KD coming up from 35 feet and knocking one down over LeBron. And that's the, that's the, that's the marked moment of that series. Yeah. But if you look at a lot of other series, the yeah, first one's yeah, the block. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, the, the Jordan one is him, um, is him getting the doubles um, and popping the ball out of Carmelo's hand. Yeah. The, 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 the momentum, the possession of the series and the game seven always tends to be on a defensive play. That's what I'm saying because when you're hot offensively, it doesn't mean you're gonna play good defensively. But when you're really playing defense, your offense is just gonna come naturally. It come naturally. But with the offense, I don't see you like yo. We're hitting bare threes. Now we're gonna play this incredible defense. No. And what you've said, what what, what, you, what you've said with about the Pistons, you're right. That's a lazy statement. Yeah, to, yeah, you can't, but you can't. you're making that very same statement for the. It's, you're making that very same statement by it's using in, the Golden State Warriors in, to argue for your offense argument. Does that make sense? Yeah. Definitely. Because that's definitely. too overwhelming to to uh, fuck it. Of course they're gonna. They're gonna win on offense. They got Kevin Durant still yeah, playing. I think that's another anomaly. Yeah, that's normally. Uh, what I'm saying to you, for as as normally as the Pistons are, so are the Golden State Warriors. They're, they're no, on, they're on the they were, We what we have to do is we need to go in, in between. And how often does that in between team? How does that in between okay. team win it? Teams I look at and they'll be like, yeah, one team was just too good at defense. Nuclear offense, good nuclear defense. defense. Now yeah. that'll be a fun matchup between them. Yeah. But that would be, you know. I think but but I think I think when when you have to answer this question. We have to think what the middle team in between, how does that what, team win what a championship? What does it for them? What does it for them? Yeah. And I think when it comes down to it more often, the middle team in between, more regularly, um, their championships are weighed on defensive plays, okay. a, a defensive possession. Because, like he said, is your, your offense as a hooper, your offense is when you're at that level, an NBA level, yeah. your offense always is going to come naturally. Even it's if, naturally. even you're at that level, if, if it's not falling, keep shooting, keep putting yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, at that yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's your offense. It's it's can you get a steal on this guy whose yeah, handles defense, are so fucking yeah. tight? Yeah. Are, are you gonna get a block against um um? That's why it's like their stats are lower. Block stats are lower. Still stats exactly. are lower. Exactly. The other stats are rebounding like because mm. it's just a thing you don't see and you don't get a lot. And now it's just getting worse and worse with these fucking refs. I'm gonna be real, man. They they're pricks. Well that's, well, that's funny you said that. Well, that's funny you said that because because so because we were saying we were saying that because of how basketball has changed, yeah. shooting, spacing. Yep. I don't think anymore it's um, I don't I think, think it will change. Yeah. It's become finer, so no longer do we have that um that still or mm. that block or that this. Mm-hmm. I think now it predicates on. Yeah, that defensive rebound yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. become finer yeah. Fi- yeah. now it still predicates on defence but no one ain't going to say that defensive rebound won that game yeah. but it's, I think that's where that's where we lie right now and I think it's an, an, an important an important um, an important um, an important quote by, by someone called Bear Bryant I don't know who that is yeah. but he made, he made a statement on, on, um, on Jordan's statement and he said and in, in relevance to 2010 era and how basketball has changed now, and yeah. he said, um, defense don't win championships anymore. Part the de- parts of defense win championships. Yeah, yeah that's that's wow. He took my words. That's exactly you get me? what I mean. Good yeah, blocks I don't happen anymore if I'm shooting outside from forty feet out. How do I stop? Exactly. And how do I lower someone's field goal percentage if like Steph Curry is pulling from half a mile out? How do I lower his? I don't. Yeah, but what I can't. can do is 
get that defensive rebound, force a turnover. Yeah, mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think those are the yeah. those have now defensively become the final margins. And and I done my research, like I said, the, the last year's last year's um finalists were were fifth and third in terms of defensive rebound percentages, the chances of them. If you yeah. look at them, a, a defensive rebound nowadays has become so so much heavier. Yeah, because th- it's, it's signifies yeah. the end of. Yeah. But our position's uh, possession. Possession. This is yeah, it. It's yeah, our. Yeah. It's our so position. Our it's well. why. It's why for how for how shit he is, the Lakers have gone out of their way to go and bring in Andre Drummond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't think Andre Drummond ever gonna eat um, um, serious minutes or or playing in serious possessions. But it's something they desperately right, they, they, they right, desperately so look, look for. Now what? Now now if I've got Gasol doesn't give them. He doesn't give them that. But now if I've got my a, a five out there with like one of LeBron and AD and then a Kuzma and like a, a shooter so KCP or yeah. something like that and then I've got Andre Drummond against yeah. whoever's I'm, I'm up against second unit. Now for how however long Andre Drummond is out there he's going to bring me consistent rebounding. Yeah, yeah. Consist so in the playoffs, he's consistently telling me the ball is going is going is going to be in our possession, mm. defensively mm. and offensively. If you pop a shot, yo, I'm gonna catch that. And defensively, I'm gonna make sure that if they if they miss their chance, yo, they miss their chance. Yeah. That also puts the the opposing team in a situation where like, yo, if you blow this possession, he's gonna he's gonna clean that board. Yeah. So that's why I think that's why the Lakers have gone mm. heavy on and Drummond in knowing that. It's, what what did what was the famous saying when the Toronto Raptors won um the thingy, um the championship? What was the massive shirt? Boardman gets paid. Yeah, Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets paid. Yeah, gets facts, paid. Facts. Do you know what I'm saying? It's I think they've become yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. It's almost gone from defense with championship to a part of defense, which is rebounding them itself. Yeah, yeah, that's the now that's become the main key of it now. Yeah, that is facts because nowadays you can't you can't get near a play. You can't gamble possessions like. You can't try to go for the store anymore, especially late into games. You Steph Curry, Steph Curry, goes, is, they've made it a lot harder to play defense. To play defense, yeah. yeah so but you that need... feeds into maybe my argument a little bit more about offense. Okay. And that because they've made it harder to play defense, and the way offenses have progressed anyway, I yeah. feel like even if they did let you play defense, just the natural progression of offense. You've got seven footers shooting from thirty. Yeah. It's impossible to defend that anyway. Yeah. Because and it's a, it's more of a gamble. It's how am I going to protect the lane and mm. protect the paint? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If yeah, I have yeah. to step out they and close out, I have, to, yeah. I have to try and split the difference and I can't split the difference. It's hard, man. It's if, there's a, yeah. if there's a guard who... And players nowadays are as athletic as ever. Yeah. You've got a six-foot-six guy at guard. For what reason? They didn't mm-hmm. have that in the day, but like back in the day. Yeah, you so you've got a six-foot-six guy it, going, yeah. running to the rim. And if I'm a rim protector, how am I going to split the difference between him and his seven-foot floor spacer okay, I, yeah. I have to I have to pick if I'm gonna go and protect the room yeah. or I'm that's, gonna go and step out and let him have the freebie yeah, someone and I think, exposed that was uh, not a finisher point so I'm and I was gonna say and I think that's what's made the whole adage of defence wins championships a little bit outdated in the full sense that defence wins championships has the whole bracket of when people say defense wins championship, they don't say the number five or number six or number seven defense wins championship. They usually talk about one, two, or three. Yeah. yeah. So, and to me, I don't think you need one, two, or three. I think if you're in the ballpark of top eight, and your offense is something nuclear, it's like you've got, yeah, you've got, a, you've got a like a six foot six seven guy who's can finish around the ball, like a Luka Doncic, one, and then a Porzingis, one, one decent wing, and a Porzingis stretching the floor, mm. and then you've got the seventh or eighth or sixth ranked defense. 
to me, that's a, that wins you a title better than having that Pistons defense and next to nothing offense. Yeah, yeah. What what was you gonna say in reference? No, what, to in, in reference though, you're saying about this, the center has to slide, go out to big guy and, and split the difference. Yeah, like you you see point guards like Chris Paul and Rajon, they they expose that because in the late quarters, like fourth quarter, you go, it's gonna be like this. If I go to the guy and try like block his shot or whatever, yeah. his three point shot. It's a gamble. Or am I going to stay in the lane? Roger Rondo and that play with you. They'll be like, he's going to gamble. He's going to choose one. And when he when he shows himself, I'm going to make a These play. guards nowadays yeah, that's that's are so saying. skilled. And yeah, not only skilled. I think it, guards it's... in the past have always been that skilled. But I think they've never had the freedom to, yeah. like the players do today. Mm. And because I think in the past, it was always catered towards big men. But I think nowadays, people are starting to realise the guards are the most skilled players. And the guards and the guards are going to actually make the difference. The guards, the wings, yeah. or the combos. That's what and now the bigs. So now you, the bigs you, are trying to play. Point is that the bigs are trying to play. Is almost yeah. right now. Yeah, because I think even yeah. if you look at the play style of bigs, bigs are trying to imitate guards. They're not trying. Guards aren't imitating bigs. Guards aren't posting up and trying yeah. to drop step and. Guards are just being themselves more. They've been allowed to fully put their whole arsenal on display, whereas bigs are trying to mimic them. You have bigs like Jokic, bigs like Embiid, doing sidestep threes and putting the ball on the floor, hezzies, sidestep. And like, he's not playing like a traditional big, not playing like the past bigs, but playing like a guard, playing like a wing. Yeah. And I think because of that, I think... You you look at a series where if you have a player trying to split the difference and they get sent home, do they think in their head, defense wins you championships? They think we can't defend this. We just have to. Our offense needs to keep up with that. Do you know what? Interestingly enough, what I think was going to back your point and it's going to decide whether me or, or not me, you're right because this is. I think so you're right in parts and then yeah. you think I'm right in parts. And it's a very fluid conversation. Yeah, yeah. And this but is a very niche point where there isn't an exact, exact answer. answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, a, it's, a, it's one that I don't think you're ever going to find an answer. But yeah, what no, will go no. away to kind of deciding it for people, I think, is the outcome of how the Nets do this season. Oh, yo, yep. you're thinking, oh, I was just going to say that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's going to be a big version. Because they can't play defense. They can't play defense for shit. Yeah, and can't. now the Lakers last year aren't as nuclear as them. They've got the mm-hmm. Bron AD who can play very good defense. I totally think why they gave up Dwight Howard and Javon because they knew if they get uh, the Nets in the finals, them might won't do nothing for them. Yeah, they're okay. going to get played right off the floor. Yeah. Right off the floor. Because yeah. you, you think DeAndre been... Jordan eating important minutes in the playoffs? No. They got... I think they're de- they're exposed. Yeah. The Lakers are desperate in their attempt with Drummond because... I think in the back of their head, that big elephant in the room is this guy's gonna get played off the floor. Well, even that's if he why. That's why. I, that's why I yeah. said when I when I was talking about his rebounds, I don't think he'll eat important minutes. He'll yeah. eat second unit minutes. Yeah, but he he's a guy. Yo, if you tell him, put him on and be like, we need you to rebound right now. I think he'll do it. He's a beast. Rebound. He is. He and, is. And but if at who's the same time as like Noah Claxton, I don't mind him coming up against Noah Claxton or DeAndre Jordan. That's yeah, fine. No, 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 now, no, no. now, if you're telling me in the last six, five or six minutes of a fourth quarter, you got on the floor. It's not that's a one-to-one matchup. It's more so about the guards. Because nowadays you don't match up players to their they, position. You got to match them up to yeah. You got to match them up in how they look in the picture. That's and fine. Roll. They're clunky everywhere as well. They got yeah. no no Claxton is much no, better. No, no, but I'm saying in terms of the guards, they got DeAndre Jordan too. They've got Mike James now. They've got um, they've fair got enough. Shooters all over the place. But that's, Harris. A, that's a problem. That, that's a problem that the Nets have too. That's that's a problem that the Nets have too. They don't have no. They don't have size. They don't have size, and the size they have is very lumber size. And and in no Claxton. Bruce Bowen. 
No, not no, Bruce no, right Brown. Now. Bruce, um, what's his name? Why did I say Bowen? He's a he, he's my man. Um, um, Bruce, um, like Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good Basically like the same name. Yeah. Good defender. Bruce Brown. Yeah, he's, he's, elite defender. he's the son yeah, of the Spurs. He's not a good shooter. He's an elite defender. He's a decent shooter as well. He's not a good shooter. But they've got a problem there as well because... So who are they gonna play the five KD? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about when once these men get put out. And, now uh, here's the problem the with with the Nets is that if KD at the five kind of settles any argument, he done man. He because KD, because if KD in this stage in his career, this defensively it. finished, plays the five and just blows everyone out, then the whole offense wins games, wins defense, game, yeah. wins championship yeah. is thrown out the window. Yeah. But, that, but that's got a guy. Well, who just but that's the Lakers. The that's the Lakers ace in the hole. Mm. They they've got Anthony Davis and and as we all know Anthony Davis was a, was a guard and he yeah, yeah, was yeah, younger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe I believe the worst their worst matchup is the Clippers. If I had, if I had their worst bro. matchup. They're, no, I was gonna say they had one pound for every time you, anyone has ever said that. Lady, you see me? If I had a dollar for how many times I've heard that, yeah. I could pay for AD's max contract. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, that's, and that's why and that's why I think that if it came if it came to it the 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 Nets they've got problems they face against a Philly yeah or a Philly now you're right they mm. probably they, they could win and we could delve into situations where they do win cool but the number one thing that they have to solve in that series is how do I do deal with a Joel Embiid or how do I deal with an Anthony Davis? That's the number yeah, one definitely. thing they're gonna have to solve. Yeah, and the scary part about that is like you put KD on it. Okay, KD gets too fast from him. You're not gonna put him on again. You're not gonna put him on again. Yeah, you're you don't not. Want him to get fouled up. Exactly. So now you're gonna put DeAndre. Okay, he, now he's suffering. For, it's gonna be. No, Claxton too small, too weak, too inexperienced. And yeah. and so if they if they realize to let him eat to for to sacrifice the rest, yeah, they might be up to sign. Who knows? And no, and and it's, I understand it's easy point because. If you put KD at the five, how on earth is he gonna stop Joy and beat? He's gonna yeah, he's 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 gonna even put him in foul trouble. Even Giannis, like, how can he? There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, because Joel Embiid plays with the brute, the brutality but of a nineties. But even if you have big KD at the, the four, finesse of a cat, yeah. even if you have KD at the four and Claxton at the five, as a like rim runner, lob threat, he's gonna look like and gives them vertical spacing for Harden. That's still a pretty... It's going to have a line. But what I'm saying to you here, yeah, okay, so here's what I'm saying to you is, and I think that's a common, the common response is, oh yeah, but Harden carrying KD is cool, they'll just outscore them. But they're not going to... But when it's happening, the game's playing at that time, they're not going to be thinking, oh yeah, it's cool that Joel Embiid keeps eating, we're going to score more than them. As, as basketballers... Yeah, they're like, yo, stop that. Stop that. How will yeah. they stop that? And that's going to fuck up their rhythm offensively, yeah. thinking that, yo, it doesn't matter what we're doing, we've got a problem that we just can't plug. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I think people just keep thinking it's a basketball game where, where it's like, all right, you keep doing that, but I'll keep doing this now, I'll eventually I'll score you. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be like that. When their when they're basketball's on the court and they're saying they, they've got a, a disgusting mismatch, mismatch somewhere, they could have four players where, where where they keep scoring, but they've got one fat mismatch. It's going to psychologically yeah. throw them off their funk. Plus, it's going to be a fact that he, ain't, he don't even need to play defense as much. Maybe he'll be a shot blocker, yeah, but he's going he's gonna to have to guard DeAndre Jordan or Claxton. It's, it's I don't know. Do. We'll have to see. I, I think maybe the Bucks is. But the I best. still think the Nets beats them. The, I think the, the, the Nets beat all the, of the, the teams. Bucks, I don't think the Sixers have if enough. If the Bucks play the Giannis at a five, that's a situation where. Because no, he's going to have to be double, still double the guy, bro. But Giannis at a five gives them yeah. all kinds of help. All kinds of help. I don't think maybe bar the Lakers, anyone could deal with Giannis at a five. Because even Joel Embiid, I don't think that's his one problem. He's more by enough to deal with. Um, 
um, Yanis. Yanis moving, Yanis coming at him, Yanis um, moving yeah, full yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think outside of AD, you don't have anyone who can really deal with Yanis. So if they yeah. put Yanis at the five, the only thing they can do is maybe sight Yanis out of his shooting game, mm. leave him in a corner, and maybe even if he makes the first two, let him keep shooting. Let him know that, bro, whatever happens, we ain't respect you like that. Yeah, and then maybe yeah. sight him out of his they shot. They were doing that as well. And the they would, but even against months. the net, if you did you watch that most yeah, recent game against the Philly? Yeah, they were still doing it, even though he was making it. And he was still doing it. It's a psychological it, thing, though. That's but it becomes though. problematic that if Yanis starts, keeps making them. Yanis makes a lot of them now. He, he does. And they keep, what they keep doing is, DJ keeps dropping dropping even deeper and Giannis Probably this dropping. year if you've been watching them well, so has like, been shooting well, so like, low IQ. has, has yeah. been shooting all of those um, short midi floater range Probably, be, and he's been making every single one of them yeah, even like been. when it goes as far as like maybe even mid range or long two he makes all of them this Jordan year. is stinky though Jordan and Jordan would look at a place at local park I swear to God, Most you just you catch him sleeping somewhere. I think like it was a thing of, and he's the relationship with KD and and, and Kyrie. Look, KD even said himself. He said he's here, like he, he played him a lot. He's gonna be a guy. You know, yeah, that's yeah. They got him. They so got him. Know, like, yeah, they just got in the contract, getting paid, and let him be there, be a guy for us. You know. We've got um, um, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got. Sorry to cut you off. We've got three minutes left. Yeah. I want to give you give us all a minute each for our closing statement per se. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna start with Nagayo. Yes. From now. Uh, to summarize on the point of defense with championships, and it's just a point of, like I said, timely defensive plays. And now, because of how the league's going, you know, it's it's way harder to play defense. You know, it's way harder to take that risk defensively. So, like you said, rebounding is going to be important. So, when we talk about the Nets, we're going to see what they do. If they can get all, it's going to be either really great, great offensive play consistently. Or they're gonna have to knuckle down and defensive plays will happen and they they're gonna come out in fruition. So, you know, man, we'll see though. This year is gonna be a big one. We're gonna see how it shifts as well. Mm. I feel like this is gonna be a year where you're gonna see a shift on how the championships are gonna be won. You know, if it's gonna go back to and the Bucks winning and or Philly winning, we're gonna understand that defence is important. But if the Nets win it, yo, the shit changed, you know. It's evolution. Yeah, no, that's yeah. super defenseless team winning it. Go that's, far ahead. That's that's um Taking the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. No homo. Um <laughs> But um I think I agree with you, it's um it's a copycat league that we're watching. And if the Nets do complete this, even if it's based on luck or they get injury in their favour, teams will still look at it when they hoist the Larry O'Brien up and they'll be like, yo, we're gonna copy those guys like after our center, yo off season take 500 600 thousand threes every single day we want you yeah. out the lane spacing it and um yeah i think that's just the way the league is and i think i agree with you in the sense that it's not defense doesn't entirely uh entirely win you championships but it's rather defense at the right time yeah 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 With that, that you don't and i think well. in a sense that does go hand in hand with my initial argument which is that predominantly if you have to focus on having a high level offense but you need to be able to get stops you need to be able to be versatile enough to, to flip that pick and roll to blow up plays yeah. to get that right stop and then push the pace because mm. defense is the only side of the ball that directly impacts the other side of the ball yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think in summary I don't want to say we've completely busted a myth but it's a niche argument it's um it's 
based on the eye of the beholder, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah, I want. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go against you. I don't think we've bust a myth this one. I think we've, 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 we've. In my opinion, at least, I think. I think. I've looked at it. And I don't think there's a myth. I think in the finer details. There's a lot of truth behind it. I think there's a lot of truth behind yeah, it. Yeah. Um, because this is. I think our basketball myth thing is something that we came in to want to bust, but sometimes we can prove it. And in this sense, I think we're proving it because your offense has to be at a certain level to get anywhere in the NBA in terms of finals and and championships and, and everything. I just think when it comes down to the fourth quarter, last five minutes, when you're back and forth, that that one stop, that still, that turnover, that block, can swing the momentum, could swing the arena, could sw- does so much. Now, if you go and get a tough bucket, yeah, that works in your favour too. That's like, yeah, look, we'll keep grinding off it. But it's almost expected. It's your possession. What are you trying to do with that ball? Put the ball in the hoop. Yes, yes, but yes. if I actually stop you from putting the ball in that hoop in a fashion where I've stolen the ball or I've blocked it, that works so much mentally and like psychologically in, in terms of impacting the game and how the game ends. So I think, I think offence gets you puts you in positions to win championships, I think defence is what spills you over to nail the championship or win the championship. Um, tell us what you guys think. I think this has actually been one of our one of our best most, episodes just the most compelling ones you yeah, I'm, really I'm letting, definitive answer. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy um listening to this over. Um I've been with lead. This is Fahad. And we've been. Nah, nah, we got it. And this, this has been the mid-range J, and white men can pass well apparently. <laughs> <laughs>